Hello, everybody, and welcome to Professor P's podcast. I'm Natasha Palumbo, aka Professor P. I'm known for evoking the essence of spirituality by bringing the energetic fire, activating the mind, and speaking the truth. I'm so honored that you are here with us today. I thank you for joining. This podcast is focused on entrepreneurship, empowerment, and energetics. You're going to find a wealth of information inside, guest speakers, and the elixir, a dose of energetic power. So let us join in on today's podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Professor P's podcast. I'm so excited that you're back with me again today. Thank you so much for your likes, your shares, your subscription, your comments, your feedback. I am so grateful that you're receiving so much out of the podcast. I appreciate you continuing to share it out and sharing it with others. I am just really blessed by the feedback and how well it's being received by everyone out there. So thank you so much. I'm back with another dose of elixir for you. I'm really excited about today's podcast. I am sharing with you one of my favorite stories, the story of the star. This is a story that I share with all of my students at the end of my time with them. And my end of my time with them is coming up here in the next couple of months or so, a little less than a month, I think, away now. I'm getting ready to close out with them, and I will share the story of the star with all of my students. And stars are significant to my brand. I use them everywhere possible. You will see me drop stars. And if you are one of my students, you know I call you my star, because after I share the story of the star, I activate you. And here's the bonus. If you haven't been one of my students, and you now hear this story, you are officially going to be one of my stars. So let me jump in now into the story of the star. So the story of the star actually comes from the book by Don Miguel Ruiz, The Mastery of Love, and it is one of my favorite stories. The story is about a man who was very intelligent. He would travel around the world and would speak to all kinds of people from many nations. His message? Love does not exist. He would teach people the notion that love, as we know it, is not love. One day, the man was walking in a park, and along the trail he was walking upon, he came across a woman. She was weeping on a bench. He was taken by her and was concerned as to why she was weeping. He sat next to her, ever so gently, and inquired why was she weeping so. The first thing out her mouth, love does not exist, she says. He was taken aback because he spent the majority of his time convincing people that love does not exist. And here this woman was telling him what he was telling others. He inquired again, How do you know that love does not exist? She replied, It could not. I loved my husband, or I thought I did, and I thought he loved me too. I did everything he asked of me. I dressed the way he wanted. I cooked the way he liked. We had two beautiful children, and I raised them the way he told me to. I did everything the way he instructed, and he left me after our youngest son left for college. Love does not exist. It is an illusion. The man replied, you are correct, my dear one. Love does not exist. Now the man and the woman had this agreement that love did not exist, and they became friends. They would meet at the park regularly and share the day with each other. It didn't matter if they were having a good day or a bad day. They each accepted each other 
as they appeared from day to day. At that point, they were both operating in their authentic selves. There was no pressure to be any other way. The lily in the valley as God designed them to be. The days increased from meeting a few times a week to meeting almost daily. They truly enjoyed each other's company and began to wonder what they were really experiencing. Could it have been love they were experiencing, they questioned. So they decided to become even closer. Of course, that's when it will all change, you know. They became a couple, and guess what? Nothing changed. They were their true authentic selves. There was no pressure to be any other way than who they truly were. So they decided to take it up a notch, one step further, because at this point, perhaps love really did exist. But of course, marriage would surely kill it. So they gave marriage a try. Yet again, they fell even more deeply in love. They had actually found love. They had found love in themselves to be who they were, their authentic selves. There was no pressure to be any other way. The lily in the valley, as God created them to be, the man and the woman lived a very long life. When they were in their late 90s, the man and the woman were outside, and they were looking at the beautiful heavens above. The sky was just scattered with the most amazing twinkling of the stars. All of a sudden, a star began to illuminate in the sky, and it began to head right to the man. The most beautiful star you had ever seen was floating down ever so softly, and it landed in the man's hand. He was so taken by the star, but he loved the woman so much, he wanted to give her the star. He turned towards her. He took a deep breath, and with the biggest smile you could ever imagine on his face, he reached out his hand, and he placed the star in hers. The moment it landed in her hands, she immediately dropped it, and the star shattered into a thousand pieces. Why did it shatter, Professor? Why did it shatter? Please tell us. We don't understand. Why did the star shatter? because the star was never intended for her. The star was intended for him. She would have received her own star. I need you to understand that you are a star holder, but the moment you place your star in anyone else's hands, it will shatter. What is so awesome about our God is that he takes our broken star. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Do you understand? Our God is so amazing. Our God takes our broken star and puts it back together again. And we have the most beautiful stained glass star you will ever see. And it can shine. It can still shine so brightly. But it must be in our own hands to shine. I know you want others to see how amazing your star is. You just want them to touch it. Oh my God, please just touch my star. It's so amazing. Please just take my star. Oh my God, you have to, you have to fill this star. But they cannot. Please understand this, my loves. They cannot touch your star. You see, because if they do, they will release the grip of their own star and will not shine. Far too often, I have placed my star in other people's hands and it has shattered. Have you done that? Who's out there? Let me see your hands. You know, I love this part. This is my favorite part. Every one of you, at some point in your life, your hands are all rising now. I can see. I thank you for your transparency. I thank you for your truthfulness. You've all placed your star in somebody else's hands. I know I have. I have placed my star in other people's hands. And it shattered every time. 
Then I took my power back. I became emotionally intelligent, and I learned the power of delayed gratification. I made sacrifices which included letting go of people and things that caused me more harm than good. I pulled away from agreements I never agreed to in the first damn place. I picked up my star, and I began to shine. I became empowered. Empowerment means taking the keys to your life back, to your rights back. I need you to understand that when you are holding your star and shining, two things are going to happen. You will intimidate others. You will. I have found this to be true more so with women than men. Women sometimes struggle to trust or like other women. This comes from a deep wound that is often stems from motherhood. We call it the wounded mother issue. And I focus on this in events and I bring events to you and I'm working on bringing an event for the wounded mother. I want you to come to it. I want, if you're a woman and you're out there struggling with relationships with women, it's, it's stemming from the wounded mother issue. You've heard me talk about it with my guest speaker, Jennifer, and I want you to know that we are going to bring you the wounded mother. The sisterhood is deeply broken and wounded, but she is healing and she will return to her rightful place in the world. Please understand this. But we must move past being intimidated by others who are shining. That doesn't mean we are not shining. Somebody who is shining is not taking away from your shine. Light is not intimidated by light. Only darkness is. And darkness uses humanity all the time to pick on it. I want you to imagine now a candle lit in the room. Now I'm going to light another candle. Did the room get brighter? Or did it dim? The room got brighter. You understand? It didn't cast a shadow on the other light. It illuminated for a greater light source. Oh, I need us to get this. I need us to understand this because we have to move past being intimidated when others are shining. We must understand that just because someone else is winning or shining doesn't mean that we are not. I am a very bright light. I have even been called a beacon, one who leads people to the light. But I can also tell you that many times my feelings have been deeply hurt by others because they didn't like how brightly I shined. But I was just holding my star. And I need you to hold your star too. And I need you to remember to not take anything personally. That is one of the four agreements. I became more confident in myself and my star. I grew in self-love and I was able to learn the truth. Those who are intimidated by me, well, it's not really them, but the darkness that is within them. The trauma they have. I've told you this. Little T, big T. It resides in us. The enemy is the inner me. And light is not intimidated by light, only darkness is. This is why it is so important to apply the principles and live the empowered life. It allows you to heal. And those who heal don't hurt others. Please understand that hurt people hurt people. But hurt people can be healed people. And healed people can become empowered people. And empowered people are free people. And that is what I'm here for. I'm here to help you rise. I'm here to help build you up. I want you to reach out to me if you need somebody on your side. I've told you all in the past that I'm available to set with you. Please reach out. Now, here's what I'll tell you about the other thing that will happen. When you're holding your star, you're going to attract other star holders. And what a beautiful community it will be. It will be love. It will be pure love. 
When I really buckled down and stopped putting my star in other people's hands and let go of toxic people, places, and things, I spent some time in what one may call a void. But it was just a hallway. As the saying goes, when one door closes, another door opens. I can clearly remember God telling me that I had to let go of so many. He reminded me that the Queen of England doesn't just go anywhere. Oprah doesn't just have any friends. Oh no, they are set apart and for a reason. They kept a particular energy around them. They must. That is the calling on our lives, my dear ones. And if we do not honor that, well, they would not only lose their power and purpose, but also the people they are accountable for. They would not receive what they needed. See, I couldn't do this to you. I'm accountable for you to hear my voice. I'm accountable to show up for you. And I had to let go of those things that were going to prevent me from getting to you. And aren't you so glad that I did? Aren't you so glad that I let them go? Aren't you so glad that I'm here to tell you that you can do the same? And I am so excited for you that you have already begun this process, that you are already letting go, and that as you reflect, you realize how far you've come, and that yes, you endured the void of loneliness, and a beautiful community of star holders begin to reveal themselves to you. See, you're not going to be left without star holders. That beautiful community will come. I've given you resources to support groups. That's a beautiful community of star holders. I want you to stay connected with me and become a part of all that I get to do. I have events both virtually and in person. I want you to come be with those star holders. I want you to seek out your own star holders and you'll know them. They're shining just like you are. And there is no intimidation. There is no bickering. There is no cattiness. I want to read you now a very special poem, and I'm going to end on this, and I'll give you a little homework. This is a poem that we all know, but you may have only heard parts of it. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. Up above the world so high, like a diamond in the sky. Now, we all know that part, right? But here is the rest of the poem, and you may not know it. When this blazing sun is gone, when he nothing shines upon, then you show your little light, twinkle, twinkle, through the night. Then the traveler in the dark thanks you for your tiny spark. He could not see where to go if you did not twinkle so. In the dark blue sky you keep, and often through my curtains peep, for you never shut your eye, till the sun is in the sky. As your bright and tiny spark lights the traveler in the dark, though I know not where you are, twinkle, twinkle, little star. Twinkle, twinkle, little star by Jane Taylor. I want you to sit with this for just a minute. Listen to these words. Then the traveler in the dark thanks you for your tiny spark. He could not see where to go if you did not twinkle so. I get touched when I just think, you see, if we don't twinkle, the traveler in the dark cannot see the way. Many times we are the traveler in the dark and by others holding their star, it allows us to see our way. So hold your star and give light to those who cannot yet see. You ready for your homework? I want you to think about your star 
Did you place it in someone else's hands only to watch it shatter? Is it in pieces on the ground before you? Remember, God is gracious to pick up those pieces along with your assistance and piece it back together again, the most beautiful stained glass star. Are you holding it and shining brightly? I want you to set with whatever comes and write, free journal write about your star. I encourage you to create an art piece out of this activity, this homework. I encourage you to actually make some type of stained glass star on paper, an actual stained glass star. Because the reality is, is all of us at one point in our lives have placed our star in somebody else's hands, our happiness, our feelings. It didn't belong there because what happened is it shattered into a thousand pieces on the floor. But we can recover all those pieces, put them back together, glue them with the Holy Spirit, with the grace of God, the love of our eternal Father, and we can continue to shine brightly. Light still reflects through broken glass. And sometimes it is the most beautiful of all. Thanks everyone for listening today. I hope you received a lot out of that episode and are feeling energized and ready for whatever lies ahead. If you did enjoy it, I'd appreciate it if you'd share it out. Thank you in advance for doing so. Please also connect with me on social media, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Natasha M. Palumbo. And until next time, be encouraged, be empowered, and as always, be well.